Welcome to episode 53 of AI.Cooking, a podcast about artificial intelligence. Thank you, James Jennifer. Hello, my mystical musing mates. Welcome to AI.Cooking, episode 53, a podcast about artificial intelligence. I am Gregory Foreman, who brings you news about artificial intelligence from the first half of March 2023. And two corners, history and knowledge. To submit news items to us or to give us feedback via Twitter, please tweet us at at CSB or at at GWF Media, GWFF media we are also in fediverse also known as mastodon at noagendasocial.com as at csb and as at guf gwff so toot us there yes also free to go to podcastapps.com and download podcasting 2.0 app to be able to send us boostergrams and to boost us with Bitcoin lightning. Hello, yes, before we get started, I'd like to welcome you all to the, the podcast known as AI.Cooking. And uh, grab your knives and your forks, get your utensils ready, your mental utensils. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That reminds me, where's my notepad? Mental utensils. Unbelievable. Right off the bat. Just like that. Well, settle in. It's going to be a good one, isn't it? Got 18 news items to get through. And I'm sure they're all going to be very entertaining. Let's face it. Uh, we know what we're in for by now. So let's get a crack of lacking. Oh, me. How have I been? Yes. Very good. Thank you. How are you? I can sense you're quite well through the internet. Oh, good. Right. Should we get started? Yeah, go on then. Uh, oh, no, wait. I am doing a new version on Twitter that's just condensed without all of my waffling. It's just the information, the transcripts, nothing else. Because it'll be Twitter friendly, won't it? Because it's just, I think, I don't know. I'm trying to do that. I'm thinking of doing that. We're going to do that. We're committed. That's what we're going to do. Our first news item is our pal from noagendasocial.com with username at Gene N, also known as Sir Gene, Duke of Texas, brought to our attention this article from MSN, entitled The latest episode of South Park is about dot 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 or ellipsis chat GPT. Short summary. South Park is a topical adult satirical cartoon known for its aggressive and often controversial satirization of life in the United States. The show has become increasingly current in recent years, and the latest episode is casting its gaze over ellipsis, open AI's chat GPT platform. What's of all these dot dot dots? I don't know how to read them. Is that bits where I can fill in? Does that mean you're giving me some sort of ability to comment on all of this? In a clip shared by Comedy Central, the boys of South Park seem to be using chat GPT to help their dating prospects. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> More ellipsis, but this time double ellipsis and then some. And we, or rather CSB at this point in time, have watched this episode and it is revolutionary. <laughs> I just watched it too. It was good. Yeah, I liked it. At f- well, we're gonna do a, we're gonna do a play by play breakdown for anyone that hasn't seen it. <laughs> Terrible. Okay, I'll try and censor all the spoilers, but I won't censor anything. At first, Butters discovers Chat GPT. This is uh, assuming that a lot of people have a a good grounding in South Park. Because it's like, who's Butters? What's Butters? If anyone's never seen South Park, Butters. It's just going to sound like nonsense, isn't it? Butters discovers chat GPT and uses it to write essays for school. One of essays that Butters wrote is entitled Post-Cold War Poland and the Changing Provision of Security. And teacher holds text of this essay up so that it is visible. And this essay even mentions NATO membership. Quote, Poland became a member of NATO in 1999. End quote. So it's legit info, not AI hallucinations. Then Cartman learns about it and is also using it to write essays for school. Then Cartman spills the beans about chat GPT to Clyde, who is using it also to write replies to text messages to his girlfriend, not only to write essays. Then Clyde tells Stan about chat GPT, Stan, who has problems with his girlfriend Wendy because he is only giving thumbs up to her text messages instead of replying with proper text replies. Once Stan switches to ChatGPT, Stan's girlfriend Wendy loves him bigly. Interestingly, AI hallucinations are tackled in this episode too, as ChatGPT invents a story about Stan having incident in Switzerland while he was never in Switzerland in the universe of that TV show. I thought it was Sweden, but okay. The... Then teacher starts... Wasn't it Sweden? Stockholm? No. Uh, Anyway. Then teacher... I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was. Then teacher starts using chat GPT to grade essays. Then school supervisor is hiring AI technician or, quote, expert, unquote, who is supposed to detect AI-generated texts. Then... Stan is using ChatGPT to convince everybody that it's not people who are guilty, but industry that is closing AI technologies. At the end of the episode, credits are shown, written by Trey Parker and ChatGPT. Wow, okay, there we go. That's a play-by-play, kind of how it goes. It's very funny. I thought it was good. Liked it. Well, South Park's always good. It's always funny and thoughtful at the same time. I've always found that. Number two. Plop. 
Our pal from noagendasocial.com with username at Klaatu has brought to our attention this story from vice.com. Another, co- we got two correspondents in two. This is good. Thank you, guys. I have to say, let's let's have a little moment. What the best, you know, what did I call it? I, I call it something. What is it? It's um the best think tank in the universe it's the best think tank in the universe our technogendersocial.com over any other think tank all day long memes be funnier get more of a sensible answer and you get accountability my friends accountability yes pioneers we are living the the wet dream of of the liberal elite uh, it's a what a time to be alive so yes, Klaatu has brought to our attention this story from Vice.com. Title, Scientists made a mind-bending discovery about how AI actually works. Summary from Introduction. Researchers are starting to unravel one of the biggest mysteries behind the AI language models that power texts and image generation tools like Dolly and ChatGPT. For a while now, machine learning experts and scientists have noticed something strange about large language models like OpenAI's Chat. GPT-3, and Google's Lambda. They are inexplicably good at carrying out tasks that they haven't been specifically trained to perform. It's a perplexing question, and just one example of how it can be difficult, if not impossible in most cases, to explain how an AI model arrives at its outputs in fine-grained detail. In a forthcoming study posted to the ARXIV preprint server, researchers at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, Stanford University, and Google explore this apparently mysterious phenomenon, which is called in-context learning. In-context learning. Here is the title and abstract of that rziv.org paper. What learning algorithm is in-context learning? Investigations with linear models. Abstract. Neural sequence models, especially transformers, exhibit a remarkable capacity for in-context learning. They can construct new predictors from sequences of labelled examples. Presented in the input without further parameter updates. We investigate the hypothesis that transformer-based-in-context learners implement standard learning algorithms implicitly by encoding smaller models in their activations and updating these implicit models as new examples appear in the context. Using linear regression as a prototypical problem, 
We offer three sources of evidence for this hypothesis. First, we prove by construction that transformers can implement learning algorithms for linear models based on gradient descent and closed-form ridge regression. Ooh, a ridge regression. Mm -mm -mm. Second, we show that trained in-context learners closely match the predictors computed by gradient descent, ridge regression, and exact least squares regression, transitioning between different predictors as transformer depth and dataset noise vary, converging to Bayesian estimators for large widths and depths. Third, we present preliminary evidence that in-context learners share algorithmic features with these predictors Learners, late layers, non-linearity encode, weight vectors, and moment matrices. Wow! Hee <laughs> jabba! What's this? Oh, my. Just started speaking in tongues because of this stuff. Wow, crazy. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> These results suggest that in-context learning is understandable in algorithmic terms, and that, at least in the linear case, learners may rediscover standard estimation algorithms. Wow, okay. That's right. Mm. It's learning to learn. And then using learning to learn more. I, I, ah, that's okay. Well, we should be fine then, shouldn't we? What that, that, I mean, that was a what a what a sentence. Uh, late learners, late layers, non-linearity, encode weight vectors, and moment matrices. Moment matrices. Well, my what? I don't know where this this other language has appeared from, but we'll go with it because we're in the flow. And whilst the flow is here, it might as well stick around. And we might as well stick around in it. Instead of jumping out, just keep going. Um, don't see why any of us should pull out <laughs> at this stage. That was deep, that, wasn't it? That went, that went hard and deep fast. <laughs> uh, we like to do it. No, we don't. We like to ease it in there and, um, and, and take our time. Non-Twitter version people... You're not really missing out, are you? Let's face it. You're just going to save more time. <laughs> more time from your day instead of listening to Little Old Me. But you can listen to Little Old Me in a second when I do the next news item, which is our third news item. United States Copyright Office has ruled that AI-generated art is not copyrighted. Quote from the letter from copyright.gov. The United States Copyright Office has reviewed your letter dated November 21, 2020. Responding to our letter to your client, Christina Kashtanova, seeking additional information concerning the authorship of her work titled Zaria of the Dawn. Open parenthesis parentheses, open parentheses, the work, close parentheses. I write the work, I see. Yeah, so it's going to be referred to as the work. But really it was called Zaria of the Dawn. 
I just can't be bothered to type Zarya of the Dawn. Miss Kashtanova had previously applied for and obtained a copyright registration for the work. Registration hashtag VAU00148019. We appreciate the information provided in your letter, including your description of the operation of the Mid Journeys artificial intelligence technology and how it was used by your client to create the work. The office has completed its review of the work's original registration application and deposit copy, as well as the relevant correspondence in the administrative record. We conclude that Ms. Kashtanova is the author of the work's text, as well as the selection, coordination and arrangement of the work's written and visual elements. That authorship is protected by copyright. However, as discussed below, the images in the work that were generated by the mid-journey technology are not the product of human authorship, because the current registration for the work does not disclaim its mid-journey generated content, we intend to cancel the original certificate issued to Miss Castanova and issue a new one covering only the expressive material that she created. Okay, that's it. That's settled then. That's what they've decided to do with it. And that's how they're going to go forward with it. So there you go. Like it or lump it or, or I don't know, just... Use a think tank, print some professional signs, get some organisation in your lives. I don't know. What you, what you looking at me for, for answers? You know what I think? I think we should just all go, go grab our Bibles and then we should... Fourthly, in other news, video can be altered by text prompts. Text of the related paper. Structure and content-guided video synthesis with diffusion models. Abstract. Text-guided generative diffusion models unlock powerful image creation and editing tools. While these have been extended to video generation, current approaches that edit the content of existing footage while retaining structure require expensive retraining for every input or rely on error-prone propagation of image Edits across frames. Error prone propagation. Prone propagation. Hacha pupu. Getting some. We're getting some here. We? We're getting somewhere. We are getting somewhere. Where are we getting, guys? That's the question, isn't it? That is the question. Is where are we getting? In this work, we present a structure and content-guided video diffusion model that edits videos based on visual or textual descriptions of the desired output. Conflicts between user-provided content edits and structure representations occur due to insufficient disentanglement between the two aspects. As a solution... We show that training on monocular depth estimates with varying levels of detail provides control over structure and content fidelity. 
Our model is trained jointly on images and videos, which also exposes explicit control of temporal consistency through a novel guidance method. Our experiments demonstrate a wide variety of successes, fine-grained control over output characteristics, customization based on a ref customization based on a few reference images on a few reference images and a strong preference towards results by our model righty then in other news did we do that we already did that so let's not do that again uh fifthly politico.eu is reporting from romania a country that has jailed British-American influencer Andrew Tate. Uh, no, mate, I don't... Th Wait, they did jail him, but now he's in Dubai. Last time I heard. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. It has been known to happen. Romania debuts world's first AI government advisor. Oh, right. Well done, you guys. I, I spent a little bit of time in there. and They have very, very good internet, I have to say. ION will synthesize concerns submitted by citizens into reports for the government con <laughs> to consider. <laughs> we're going to consider your reports. Right, boys? Yeah, we're going to consider it over the weekend. And we'll get back to you on Monday. Romanian Prime Minister Nikolai Ciocca surprised his cabinet on Wednesday by introducing them to a new member run completely on artificial intelligence. Take, take a note that the time and date, the place where you were when this happened. <laughs> that we know of, mm, according to sources familiar with the matter, Chaka eh? introduced the new honorary advisor called Ion to the rest called Ion. Hi guys, I'm Ion. Ian? Ion. Did you say Ian, Ion? I said Ion, not Ian. Okay, have a seat, Ian. I mean Ion. Do you think that algorithms have uh, mastered the complexity of passive-aggressive social uh, work environment <laughs> yeah <laughs> they've watched the office and yeah they're, they're probably i mean they should if not very interested to see <laughs> see that outcome to the rest of his ministers in a demonstration with a face and words appearing on a digital screen oh golden bennett a face and words appearing on a digital screen I'm looking over to this. There's like a reflection in a in a in a thing I got hanging on the wall here. And I can see myself. And I'm looking at myself and I'm thinking, is this real life? Like are we we doing this? We're still doing this, right? This thing, living and breathing out in the real world. Amazing, isn't it? Amazing. You can still do it with a face and words appearing on a digital screen, responding to the prime minister's prompts along with a computerized voice. Ion was developed by Romanian researchers and will use artificial intelligence to quickly and automatically capture the opinions and desires submitted by the Romanian citizens, Jerka said. <laughs> you, you better be careful, mister, here, because these people, they're not to be messed around with, I tell you. They'll have, they'll have you, dude. They will roust you. 
and uh and they'll just have this thing running doing your job instead uh, d- yeah. <sighs> what am i gonna say you know we are talking about the first government advisor to use artificial intelligence both nationally and internationally he said Romanians will be able to send their ideas through an accompanying website, ion.gov.ro, for anyone that's got a VPN, (laughs) as well as on social media and some in-person locations. ION will then synthesize their contributions for the government to consider, (laughs) according to the coordinator of the research team. (laughs) According, oh, we have an actual according, according to the coordinator of the, we're naming the guy, Nico Sebe, Nico Sebe, stand forward. There you go. Users won't, however, receive a response from Ion itself. Well, that's they're making a mistake there. Like, why can't they get a nice chat GPT response? That they've not they've not got that one going yet. Okay. Well, it'll take some time, I'd imagine. But um, I really love this little novel stage where we're at, and it, and it's just it's a beautiful thing to see. I, d- I don't know. I don't know. Are we ready for this? It's definitely a, 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 a brave gambit. I hope he's got his exit strategy planned out. I hope they all have. Um, I'm sure they do. I am sure they do. There's enough space on this on this lovely realm of ours to house and home and house pretty much everyone comfortably and spread out and, and have, have a nice time trying... I don't know about the animals. <laughs> we should work on farming them and eating them, I suppose. Sixthly... IEEE Spectrum is reporting Eleuther AI when open AI isn't open enough. One of the most disconcerting things about artificial intelligence is that it transcends the power of nation-states to control, contain, or regulate it. Yet, it can yield frightening results such as the drug discovery AI that recently took a wrong turn into discovering deadly toxins that could be used as chemical weapons. Uh, anyone else still feeling as uncomfortable as I am at all this? And there is no better example today of AI's unfettered nature than Eleuther AI, a loose association of computer scientists who have built a giant AI system to rival some of the most powerful machine learning models on the planet. They take their name from the ancient Greek word for liberty, Eleutheria. Oh, Eleutheria. Liberty. Oh, what is this? is nice. Okay, we should spend a little bit more time on these guys. They're nice. This sounds nice, doesn't it? Or is this like the uh, Antifa, but for this? You know, like how we're just going to be fascist, but whatever. I'm not going to stir that honeypot. <laughs> honeypot? Well, it's not a honeypot. I'm not going to stir that pot too much other than say that anyone that does any harm to anyone else is is obviously a bit of a numpty in my my mind like 
weren't we given voices to, to talk this stuff out? I don't know. But obviously, there's wrongdoings, and I'm not going to. It's not my job to judge. I, I wash my hands of it. Just hold on to that Bible. Seven! ZDNet is reporting. U.S. Chamber of Commerce pushes for AI regulation, warns it could disrupt economy. As tech companies continue to leverage the powers of artificial intelligence, U.S. regulators are worried that the technology's fortitude will outpace existing laws and provisions. As a result, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce called for AI to be regulated. U.S. lawmakers say that without proper legislative oversight, AI could become a national security risk or a hindrance to educational integrity. Saved or created? Lives are they saved or are they created? <laughs> Little legislation currently exists to regulate AI, which is a significant concern for US policymakers. Yeah, they want to muscle in on that territory, get paid for some work. Like other aspects of technology, the dangers and pitfalls of an innovative and transformative technology tend to outpace laws. Yep, 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 yep. That's why I am developing a television show, because I have recognised that it is culture that informs legislation, and without impacting culture you can't have a hope to do anything legislatively legislatively whatever but yeah you know you know what i'm saying right noms nom 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 collaboration of robotics division at google technical university berlin and google research has resulted in this paper title palm e an embodied multimodal language model Abstract. Large language models have been demonstrated to perform complex tasks. However, enabling general inference in the real world, e.g. for robotics problems, raises the challenge of grounding. We propose embodied language models to directly incorporate real-world continuous sensor modalities into language models and thereby establish the link between words and percepts. Words and percepts. Input to our embodied language model are multimodal sentences that interleave visual, continuous state estimation, and textual input encodings. We train these encodings end-to-end in conjunction with a pre-trained large language model for multiple embodied tasks, including sequential robotic manipulation planning, visual question answering, and captioning. Our evaluations show that Palm-E, a single large embodied multimodal model, can address a variety of embodied reasoning tasks from a variety of observation modalities on multiple embodiments, and further exhibits positive transfer. The model benefits from diverse joint training across internet-scale language, vision, and visual language domains. Our largest model, 
Palm E562B with 562 billion parameters. In addition to being trained on robotics tasks, is a visual language generalist with state-of-the-art performance on OKVQA and retains generalist language capabilities with increasing scale. Somewhere in there, I think I was just channeling Picard, you know, like the Star Trek guy. Uh, what's his name? He's, uh, you know, John luke <laughs> Some things just, you know, they, they lose you on purpose, don't they? Patrick Stewart. I was thinking Swayze for some reason. Number nine. Yasha Sol Dickstein writes on her blog, The Hot Mess Theory of AI Misalignment. My intelligent agents behave less coherently oh no i've gone from patrick swayze to no patrick stewart <laughs> patrick stewart to blooming south park but could you want to just because we did mention it earlier i could do a little little south park i mean i've seen enough of it to channel it some somewhere in there i it'll probably slip in Many machine learning researchers worry about risks from building artificial intelligence this includes me I think AI has the potential to change the world in both wonderful and terrible ways. <laughs> My word. And we will need to work hard to get the wonderful outcomes. Ah, oh, no, that's nice. Maybe I should do a little... Part of that hard work involves doing our best to experimentally ground and scientifically evaluate potential risks. One popular AI risk centers on AGI misalignment. It posits that we will build a super-intelligent, super-capable AI, but that the AI's objectives will be misspecified and misaligned with human values. If the AI is powerful enough and pursues its objectives inflexibly enough, then even a subtle misalignment might pose an existential risk to humanity. For instance, if an AI is tasked by the owner of a paperclip company to maximize paperclip production and it is powerful enough, it will decide that the path to maximum paperclips involves overthrowing human governments and paving the earth in robotic paperclip factories <laughs> i just wh wh you never know where it's going do you when it starts you just never know where it's gonna end up <laughs> there is an assumption behind this misalignment fear which is that a super intelligent ai will also be super coherent in its behavior an AI could be misaligned because it narrowly pursues the wrong goal. Open parentheses. Super coherence. Close parentheses. An AI could also be misaligned because it acts in ways that don't pursue any consistent goal. Open parentheses. Incoherence. Close parentheses. Humans, apparently the smartest creatures on the planet are often incoherent. Yeah, I've displayed incoherence in this very episode here. How ironic. I was speaking in tongues earlier, and that was incoherent to everyone everywhere. 
forever. And yet, here we are, a few news articles later, talking about the very same. Hmm? Hmm? Ah? Yeah? I think, I think I'm, you think we all know we're onto something here, right? I think we do. Yeah? We don't even need to say anything. We can just nod. We are a hot mess of inconsistent, self-undermining, irrational behaviour with objectives that change over time. According to, so I nearly made a really awful joke, but my brain caught my mouth, which I've I've been training it to do. I've been running my own little AI in my head. <laughs> oh, oh wait, oh that's exactly what's going to happen, isn't it? Oh, the AI is just going to get in our heads. No, oh, well, yeah, someone else to talk to, I suppose. Most work on AGI misalignment risk assumes that, unlike us, smart AI will not be a hot mess. <laughs> I think we know who a hot mess in this arrangement is. <laughs> Sorry, it was right there. I couldn't help myself. Double figures, number 10. Microsoft Research Asia is reporting. Visual Chat GPT. Talking, drawing, and editing with Visual Foundation models. Chat GPT is attracting a cross-field interest as it provides a language interface with remarkable conversational competency and reasoning capabilities across many domains. However, since ChatGPT is trained with languages, it is currently not capable of processing or generating images from the visual world. At the same time, visual foundation models such as visual transformers or stable diffusion, although not showing great visual understanding and generation capabilities, they are only experts on specific tasks with one round fixed inputs and outputs. To this end, we build a system called Visual Chat GPT. Oh, Visual, Visual Chat GPT. Oh, it's got eyes. It's got mouth and eyes now. It's stone golems coming to life, isn't that? Incorporating different Visual Foundation models. Oh, VFMs, Visual Foundation Models. Mm, VFMs. What's your VFM these days? To enable the user to interact with ChatGPT by one, sending and receiving not only languages but also images. Two, providing complex visual questions or visual editing instructions that require the collaboration of multiple AI models with multi-steps. Three, providing feedback and asking for corrected results. We design a series of prompts to inject the visual model information into ChatGPT. Considering models of multiple inputs forward slash outputs and models that require visual feedback, experiments show that visual ChatGPT opens the door to investigating the visual roles of ChatGPT with the help of visual foundation models. Our system is publicly available at 
https colon forward slash forward slash github.com forward slash microsoft forward slash visual hyphen chat gpt legs 11 axios.com is reporting title ai can now forecast the next food crisis summary from intro Machine learning techniques can be successfully deployed to better identify food insecurity outbreaks across the world long before they take place, according to a new study. Why it matters? The timely disbursement of humanitarian aid can be a matter of life or death during a food crisis. How we gather information and when we respond can make all the difference. What they found? A new study in Science Advances, the Journal of the American Association for the Advancements of Science. God, I bet those guys are really rocking and rolling at this this point. Jeez. Used deep learning to extract the relevant text from more than 11 million news articles focused on food-insecure countries and published between 1980 and 2020. Abstract from the paper published at science.org entitled Predicting Food Crises Using News Streams Anticipating food crisis outbreaks is crucial to efficiently allocate emergency relief and reduce human suffering. However, Existing predictive models rely on risk measures that are often delayed, outdated, or incomplete. Using the text of 11.2 million news articles focused on food-insecure countries and published between 1980 and 2020, we leverage recent advances in deep learning to extract high-frequency precursors to food crises that are both interpretable and validated by traditional risk factors. We demonstrate that over the period from July 2009 to July 2020, across 21 food-insecure countries, news indicators substantially improve the district-level predictors of food insecurity up to 12 months ahead relative to baseline models that do not include text information. These results could have profound implications on how humanitarian aid gets allocated and open previously unexplored avenues for machine learning to improve decision-making in data-scarce environments. Yeah, it could do that, it could do that, it could help, or, or, and bear with me now, if there was someone that had a um, malicious or personal outcome, like a gain, personal gain some greed or something, they could also manipulate it to do the opposite. Could they not? Hmm? A dozen news articles later, The Verge is reporting, Discord starts testing ChatGPT-powered Clyde chatbot and other AI features. Discord is now using OpenAI's ChatGPT technology to transform its existing ClydeBot into a talkative chatbot. Clyde is being upgraded next week to answer questions and have conversations with users. 
much like OpenAI's ChatGPT or Microsoft's Bing Chat feature, it's part of a broader push for AI in Discord, which also includes AI-generated conversations. AI-generated conversation summaries and the ability for Discord admins to leverage AI technology to moderate servers. The Clyde chatbot will be free for Discord users during a public experiment in a very limited number of servers with Discord alpha users next week. Discord admins will eventually be able to add the Clyde chatbot to servers to allow users to summon it into conversations and have it respond to queries to send GIFs to a channel, recommend music, or much more. A baker's dozen, 12 plus one, Twitter user at unusual underscore Wales has tweeted info from Business Insider. Wow. We went the long way round to bring you this story. Chat GPT will replace these jobs per BI or Business Insider. Software engineers, data analysts, advertising, journalism, paralegals, market research analysts, teachers, financial analysts, graphic designers, accountants, customer service agents. Anyone missing? And Elon Musk has tweeted as comment. And this is news when Elon tweets, so. B.I. So, Elon predicts that also publications like Business Insider will be replaced by AI. Okay. All hail, Elon. Woo! What a guy. No, seriously, Elon, if you do want to hire me, you know where I am. And uh, I am waiting. I'm working towards it. We'll see how we go. Fourteen... Two sevens, 14, one to four, makes a five. Take the two sevens, divide it by two. You got two, add the five, there's seven, times two, 14. TechCrunch is reporting. OpenAI launches an API for ChatGPT, plus dedicated capacity for enterprise customers. To call ChatGPT, the free text-generating AI developed by San Francisco-based startup OpenAI, a hit is a massive understatement. As of December, ChatGPT had an estimated more than 100 million monthly active users. It's attracted major media attention and spawned countless memes on social media. And that's that's really the part that counts, the countless memes. Let's face it, that's the one that we're all sticking around for. It's been used to write hundreds of ebooks in Amazon Kindle Store, and it's credited with co-authoring at least one scientific paper. But OpenAI being a business, albeit a capped profit one, had to monetize ChatGPT somehow, lest investors get antsy. It took a step towards this with the launch of a premium service, ChatGPT+. Plus. Oh, did they have to ask ChatGPT whether, like, if it was a good idea to say plus? Like, is that, was that a ChatGPT answer? In February, and it made a bigger move, introducing an API that'll allow any business to build ChatGPT tech 
into their apps, websites, products, and services. Well, I mean, to to be perfectly honest, as a small business owner twice over, I employ maybe, you know, six, seven, maybe eight, eight or nine people. And I reckon ChatGPT would give each and every single one of them a run for their money. Let's put it that way. The only thing is, is ChatGPT can't really, um, it can't really stand there and be a have physical presence that's that's not unnerving at this at this point. Fifteen. The Verge is also reporting Stable Diffusion AI Art Generator now has an official Blender plugin. Oh, okay, a popular app for 3D artists who are about to be out of work, but whatever, according to Business Insider. A popular app for 3D artists just received an accessible way to experiment with generative AI. Stability AI has released Stability for Blender, an official stable diffusion plugin that introduces a suite of generative AI tools to Blender's free 3D modeling software. Third-party plugins offer similar functionality, but Stability's AI's own implementation will likely be more polished, and the company is promising regular updates. The add-on allows Blender artists to create images using text descriptions directly within the software, just like the Stable Diffusion text-to-image generator. You can also create images using existing renders, allowing you to experiment with various styles for a project without having to completely remodel the scene you're working on. Textures can similarly be generated using text prompts alongside reference images. And there's also the function to create animations from existing renders. The results for the latter are questionable, even in Stability's own examples. But it's fun to play around with crudely transforming your projects into a video format. Yeah, I messed around with Blender, but I found it too complicated. So maybe ChatGPT can just help me be a bit more lazy about my life and just, you know, just talk to stuff instead of actually have to learn how to do it. That'd be nice. Could that happen? 16. MIT is reporting experimental evidence on the productivity effects of generative artificial intelligence. We examine the productivity effects of a generative artificial intelligence technology, the assistive chatbot ChatGPT, in the context of mid-level professional writing tasks. In a pre-registered online experiment, we assign occupation-specific, incentivized writing tasks to 444 college-educated professionals and randomly expose half of them to chat GPT. Oh, oh, see what you did there? Oh, this is fireworks. Here we go. Our results show that chat GPT substantially raises average productivity. Da-da-da! Time taken decreases by 0.8 SDs and output quality rises by 0.4 SDs. Inequality between workers decreases as chat GPT compresses the productivity distribution by benefiting low ability workers more. 
Chat GPT mostly substitutes for worker effort rather than complementing worker skills, and restructures tasks towards idea generation and editing, and away from rough drafting. Exposure to Chat GPT increases job satisfaction and self-efficacy, and heightens both concern and excitement about automation technologies. It's not really. I'm not, not going to be treading on no toes, eggs. It's not my wheelhouse. But writing team, there was a lot of ands in there. That's why we invented the comma to stop us saying and all the time. I could have just on the fly edited it. I could post edit it. But I will. I'll try and fix it in post for you. How about that? 17. Nature.com is reporting. Evidence of predictive coding hierarchy in the human brain listening to speech. Considerable progress has recently been made in artificial language processing. Deep learning algorithms are increasingly able to generate, summarize, translate, and classify texts. Yet, these language models still fail to match the language abilities of humans. Predictive coding theory offers a tentative explanation to this discrepancy. While language models are optimized to predict nearby words, the human brain would continuously predict a hierarchy of representations that spans multiple timescales. To test this hypothesis, we analyzed the functional magnetic resonance imaging brain signals of 304 participants listening to short stories. First, we confirmed that the activations of modern language models linearly map onto brain responses to speech. Second, we showed that enhancing these algorithms with predictions that span multiple timescales improves this brain mapping. Finally, we showed that these predictions are organized hierarchically. Frontoparietal cortices predict higher level, longer range, and more contextual representations than temporal cortices. Overall, these results strengthen the role of hierarchical predictive coding in language processing and illustrate how the synergy between neuroscience and artificial intelligence can unravel the computational basis of human cognition. Finally, it's the final news article. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. 18. Vice.com is reporting. Scientists now want to create AI using real human brain cells. Early saving the best till last, are we? I don't know. Machine learning models like the one that powers ChatGPT are generating essays, short stories, and entire podcasts. But scientists are looking into another way of computing that could be just as efficient and powerful. And it's in our brains! Ooh! 
In a new article published on Tuesday in Frontiers, a large international collaboration led by researchers at John Hopkins University details how brain-machine technologies are the newest frontier in biocomputing and provides a roadmap as to how to make it a reality. As the paper explains, organoid intelligence, organoid intelligence, everyone, organoid intelligence, OI, is an emerging field where researchers are developing biological computing using 3D cultures of human brain cells, brain organoids, and brain-machine interface technologies. These organoids share aspects of brain structure and function that play a key role in cognitive functions like learning and memory. They would essentially serve as biological hardware and could one day be even more efficient than current computers running AI programs. Whoa, wowza. That just, that's just happening. Just scraping the brains, putting them in the computers, seeing what's going to happen. Love is lit. History Corner! Topic of History Corner in this episode... Open AI history based on article from Tarscade.com. Later, we will return to this topic, but based on Wikipedia. Yay. Oh, we're reading from Wikipedia, everyone. Woo. In 2015... Former Y Combinator CEO Sam Altman and business magnet Elon Musk. Yeah, private-public partnerships magnate Elon Musk. Still over here waiting for the, waiting for the job interview thing to happen. I don't know. Probably won't happen. Spearheaded an initiative for safe and open AI development. And that's where the history of open AI began. Even before founding the company, Altman and Musk had expressed concerns about the risks and opportunities of AI technology, at some point calling it the greatest threat to humanity. Or, uh, or as Elon would have said it, um, the greatest threat to humanity. The company initially focused on developing artificial intelligence for video games and other applications. In 2016, it released its first tools, an open source toolkit for reinforcement learning. Open AI Gym and Universe, which was essentially a testbed for training AI agents. Pivot and Growth, 2017 to 2019. In the two years that followed, Open AI focused on more general AI research and development. In 2018, the company released a paper. Improving language understanding by generative pre-training, introducing the concept of a generative pre-trained transformer, GPT. In a nutshell, GPTs are neural networks, machine learning models inspired by the structure and function of the human brain, trained on a large dataset of human-generated text. 
It can perform many functions like generating and answering questions, among other things. Doll E, ChatGPT3 and ChatGPT 2021 and onwards. In 2021, OpenAI released Doll E, an AI using a similar architecture to GPT-2. Instead of generating text, Dolly, a portmanteau of Wally and the Spanish surrealist artist Salvador Dali, could create photorealistic images seemingly out of thin air. Woo! We should have called it Houdini. No. That's for later on in the story. In 2022, OpenAI pushed the needle again with GPT-3, an iteration of the two previous models. GPT-3 was fed 45 terabytes of text data that translated into 175 billion parameters. It was smarter, faster, and more terrifying than anything we had seen before. Oh, oh, sorry if you're listening to us in the future. We were here back in the time when it was being done and most of us did pretty much nothing to stop this. So, yeah, sorry, my bad. Whoops. My, well, not that we want to stop it. Well, you know, stop it from having the maniacal outcome of a few concentrated uh, mindsets <clears throat> that have certain worldviews on humanhood at large to make that possible microsoft designed a supercomputer for open ai that included 285,000 cpu cores and 10,000 gpus oh that's where they all went by the way <laughs> remember when you couldn't buy them <laughs> It was also number five in the ranking, and they blamed crypto. They're all oh, you crypto miners. Oh, yeah, all right. It was also number five in the ranking of top 500 supercomputers. The success of GPT-3 spawned another monster in disguise. In November 2022, OpenAI released Chat. GPT, a language model chatbot built on top of GPT-3. One of the most jaw-dropping aspects of ChatGPT is its ability to understand context. The chatbot can generate answers and adjust them based on the conversation history. This means you can train ChatGPT within a conversation thread to get more accurate answers. For many, the interaction with ChatGPT or, or Dolly 2, Dolly's successor, released the same month, was the first conscious and surreal contact with AI. It wasn't exactly love at first sight, but it made one thing clear. The future is AI, and it's already here. The GPT-4 monster. The advancement of AI tech is like watching a toddler taking first wobbly steps. It's adorable and concerning. <laughs> it's adorable and concerning. Adorable and concerning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There I am.
That's me. All over. This is why we're just such handsome bedfellows, you know? We're, we're, we're in tune with each other in a kind of hold-handy sense. Especially when you consider that OpenAI is already working on GPT-4. Compared to GPT-3, it will be more like a teenager driving a 700 HP supercar snatched from Ma and Pa. What on earth? Okay, that was a terrible metaphor. <laughs> so let's try something different. Yes, let's, please. Yes, let's. Let's let these people go about with their die. To give you a better picture, GPT-3, GPT-3 has 175 billion parameters that let it make text predictions. Chat GPT-4 may have 100 trillion, speculated, and it's going to launch in 2023. Whether we like it or not, the genie is out of the bottle. AI will disrupt many industries in the coming years. We can only hope that the original goal of OpenAI is still somewhere out there. Microsoft Bing plus Chat GPT. The big funding coming from Redmond has strengthened OpenAI's ties with Microsoft, and that collaboration is just starting to bear fruit. In February 2023, Microsoft announced it will be integrating ChatGPT into two of its flagship products, Microsoft Edge and the Bing Search Engine. The implementation is taking place under what Microsoft calls Prometheus Model and is set to introduce a host of new features and search capabilities. Knowledge Corner! What is MLOps? Based on Wikipedia. Yeah, if you want to read along at Wikipedia, as long as it's not been changed, you can just open up a browser and type in Wikipedia MLOps and see... Um, and just, yeah, read along with me, maybe. Make, underline some stuff. Get a physical highlighter that you bought from a little shop and, and rub it across your, your screen as you see the... Or, or do the just the in-house highlighting thing. I don't I don't mind. You just... It'd be cool, right? We can... Like, it's like when, you, when you're both staring at the same moon and you're on the phone. You go, oh, see that moon? I'm, that's the same moon you're looking at. Doesn't it look pretty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. MLOps or MLOps. Ops is a set of practices that aims to deploy and maintain machine learning models in production reliably and efficiently. The word is a compound of machine learning and the continuous development practice of DevOps in the software field. The machine learning models are tested and developed in isolated experimental systems. When an algorithm is ready to be launched, MLOps is practiced between data scientists, DevOps, and machine learning engineers to transition the algorithm to production systems. Similar to DevOps or DataOps approaches, MLOps seeks to increase automation and improve the quality of production models while also focusing on business and regulatory requirements. While MLOps started as a set of best practices, 
It is slowly evolving into an independent approach to ML lifecycle management. ML ops applies to the entire lifecycle, from integrating with model generation, software development lifecycle, continuous integration forward slash continuous delivery, orchestration and deployment, to health, diagnostics, governance and business metrics. According to Gartner, ML ops is a subset of model ops. ML Ops is focused on the operationalization of ML models, while Model Ops covers the operationalization of all types of AI models. History. We're doing a little bit of history in Knowledge Corner. See what we did there? Hmm? Clever, wasn't it? The challenges of the ongoing use of machine learning in applications were highlighted in a 2015 paper. The predictive growth in machine learning included an estimated doubling of ML pilots and implementations from 2017 to 2018, and again from 2018 to 2020. Reports show a majority, up to 88%, of corporate AI initiatives are struggling to move beyond test stages. However, these organizations that actually put AI and machine learning into production saw a 3-15% to 15 profit margin increase. The ML Ops market was estimated at $23.2 billion in 2019 and is projected to reach $126 billion by 2025 due to rapid adoption. Architecture Machine learning systems can be categorized in eight different categories. Data collection, data processing, feature engineering, data labeling, model design, model training, and optimization – Ah, model training and optimization, endpoint development, and endpoint monitoring. Each step in the machine learning lifecycle is built on its own system, but requires interconnection. Don't we all require a bit of interconnection? Mm, so lovely. These are the minimum systems that enterprises need to scale machine learnings within their organization. Goals. There are a number of goals enterprises want to achieve through ML Ops systems, successfully implementing ML across the enterprise, including deployment and automation, reproducibility of models and predictions, diagnostics, governance and regulatory compliance, scalability, collaboration, business uses, monitoring and management. A standard practice, such as ML Ops, takes into account each of the aforementioned areas, which can help enterprises optimize workflows and avoid issues during implementation. A common architecture of an ML Ops system would include data science platforms where models are constructed and the analytical engines where computations are performed 
with the MLOps tool orchestrating the movement of machine learning models, data and outcomes between the systems. AIOps, a similarly named but different concept, using AI <laughs> or machine le or ML machine learning in IT and operations. And that's it for this episode. Stay safe and stay dangerous. Mystical musing mates. Singularity is near, yo.